Uh oh. Welcome back to another episode of Woody Banter. Uh, your host Nabil is here with special co-host Ajit Punge, oh. repeat host here. Repeat Clearly, host, the people like guest. him. <laughs> the uh, only one who'll come on short notice. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> reliable. <laughs> Thank you. Old reliable. And then Anika from Pakistan. Hmm. So here's a question. Anika Auntie can join us via live stream in Pakistan. How come Daniel can't be here? Yeah, from Iceland. That's a good point. Uh, Daniel said. His, Daniel said the Wi-Fi was bad. Oh, uh, cop out. Okay. I mean, they are on an island, I suppose. <laughs> I don't know if the cables. Uh oh. Uh, you're gonna have to repeat that again. It was really choppy. Okay, so I said a news item on Iceland. Can you hear me? Yeah, now we, can. we can hear you now. No? Yes. Okay, <laughs> um, I heard recently that they have a shortage of men in Iceland. Oh. And if you go... Uh-oh, sorry, they, Daniel. <laughs> they don't need a visa. That they don't need a visa. Um, uh, the Pakistanis don't need a visa. Um, so I don't know how true that is. Wow. It probably is. Um you have to get married? And if you, you know, if you get married, you get some kind of tax break. This is for, for anyone who's not Icelandic to go to Iceland? They just want any man? Uh, that's, what, that's what I heard. Wow. We have to authenticate this by the person in Iceland at the moment. Um, Daniel? But I guess you could also go on Google and authenticate it ourselves. Daniel, you're a hot ticket item <laughs> in Iceland. Please confirm. <laughs> well, maybe you can just tell everyone to just leave the island, you know? Go elsewhere. They're saying they need more men what? here, but it sounds like you should just leave. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> no, no, you should go because that, that's uh, apparently all of what Daniel has paid. Well, why did the other men leave is my question. <laughs> Do they leave or are they just... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wait, that, I wondered about that. that this is a rare... Maybe they just died. Yeah, it's, a, it's a low hmm? birth rate. Yeah, that's interesting. Apparently the U.S. had a, like really low birth rate for the first time in a while like a record low or something oh, recently yeah hmm. like the birth rate dropped to an all-time low or something like that which i, they, I heard they, the same thing with china that in the next yeah. 20 years they won't have um the age group that they need to keep the economy as strong yeah and it is uh, it's interesting what are your thoughts about Having kids and being young. <laughs> well, that's what's interesting. So the U.S. had a record like low or something because people only have kids when the outlook is bright. And apparently right now it's very like negative, which makes sense. So uh, I think most people in my generation have a very negative outlook towards having kids because of housing Tell costs. Us Tell us more. Tell us more. Yeah. I mean, I, I would I'd be pretty skeptical about having kids. Like, I'm sure the uh, the age for having kids, too, has gone up. Because I feel like a lot of people in the older generations would have kids by the time they're even in their 21s, 22s. Mm -hmm. But now I feel like everyone I ask, like, oh, I could wait till I'm like 35 to have kids. Maybe that's because medical reasons. There's a reasons. lot to do. There's more to yeah. do, I think. People like, why would I want to have kids now when, like, mm -hmm. I still haven't done a lot of stuff, you know? That's true. Yeah. yeah. So you have what's to travel. the positive of kids? I mean, I see a lot of positives to have kids. It's like... When you get older, there's, when you get older and everybody starts dying, then yeah. you have someone to talk to. You still have people to take care of you. I would like a lot of people say too, like, yeah, there's so much to do. I want to do all this before I have kids. Yeah. But there's so many things that you not could only do when you have kids, but it might make it better. Like going to Disneyland or something. Yeah, that's It'd true. It'd be more fun to have kids and go. I feel like that's true. Or traveling doesn't have to stop. Maybe we have that on record now. Uh -oh. One of the positives. One. The positive. Didn't they like? Didn't Disneyland say, or some theme park or something said you couldn't go unless you had a kid under a certain age? Mm. And then someone said like, "Oh, well, that just incentivizes people kidnapping kids to go to the theme park." <laughs> That's. <laughs> I don't think it's a very yeah. Kids. <laughs> I gotta go to Disneyland. Kids are like, yay! What are the disadvantages of having kids? What if like you're yeah. trying to raise your kid, but the kid is just... I mean, what if you can't afford a house right now, and then well, which is like true. everyone, <laughs> and then uh, you try and have a kid, and on top of that, you know, that's yeah. what I, I would think the negative outlook comes from, like rising costs and 
you know, just the threat of like global warming, war, all this stuff that's going on right now. Um, I would I would say the same thing until I saw like a very positive like solution to climate change and everything. Right? Oh, what is this? It's a submarine. <laughs> we are losing our contact from the other side of the planet right now. Uh oh. Oh, I think she's back. These beeps aren't good. Well, at least we do have a pl- at least we do have a contact. Um, I suppose. So anyway, um, the other thing I was thinking: in the past, people had kids because they were poor and they needed the kids to help them with the economy. It's interesting you say now mm. it's not worth your while. You know, wow. if you think as an economist, is it worth your while to have a kid? That's interesting. Mm, for your own personal gain, um, financially, maybe not. Well, I mean, there's like tax incentives mm. of getting married, having kids. Yeah, that's true. But does it outweigh like Probably I don't not. know the cost of a formal education? Mm. Food is not that expensive for for additional yeah. people, but they're gonna want an allowance. No, you know, yeah. if you're growing up Even in the like suburban, stuff, yeah, yeah, diapers, like activity costs, daycare. Yeah, especially in a place like the Bay Area where a dual income is pretty much necessary. Mm-hmm. You can't have a parent like staying at home, so you probably need daycare. That's true. So all of these like decisions. I mean, if you were to go somewhere else, I'm sure that look is more positive. Mm-hmm. Like Nebraska, maybe. I don't know. You went through the country. How would you say the birth rate was? Different? Uh, I don't know how the birth rate is <laughs> different. Share the- uh, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't. I talked into the. I walked into the woods most of the time. <laughs> and how many kids were there? A few in some regions, not oh. a lot in others. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think oh, we have oh. a we have a Daniel Rana here. Go to Iceland. They have great programs for social welfare. Programs. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got it. I guess it. we're talking about social welfare. Um Yeah, I mean it's pretty interesting too like outside of your outside of our bubble, right? The Silicon Valley bubble, mm-hmm. the US bubble, mm-hmm. like Europe and even like China who's like a communist country, right? The everything there would be so different. But I, it's something I never think about. Right? Yeah, like, like, all these problems that we face day to day, I'm sure it's way different everywhere else. Like, that's true. Even in a developed country, I'm sure the problems, like day to day problems, or like future outlook, is. So, uh, Stanford graduate, where you have the design thinking concept. Is she talking about me? And, and, you know, <laughs> I didn't Stanford. Um, have our needs changed? Do we now need convenience all the time? Hmm. Well, I, I guess I couldn't really answer like I today. Because I don't remember anyone. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, I was, I was gonna say like I could see like looking to the future. I could see yeah something changing like with a, like more jobs getting automated, stuff like that. Different like different tools and resources available to us. But the current day, I guess I couldn't answer. Uh-oh. We're back in the submarine. This <laughs> <laughs> beeping is ominous. Um, well, it being cute, there's people want, wanting them. I guess the cuteness isn't enough for them to be wanted. Of kids? Cute, cuteness is temporary, too. True. Like, at first they start out real <laughs> ugly. Yeah. And then about so six months to a year later, they start getting a little fatter. <laughs> a little cuter. Yeah. A little plumper. And then maybe about... Four or five is when yeah. you, you realize if you have a spoiled brat or not. Yeah. <laughs> I heard once they can start talking to is when it's like... When they start getting sassy. Yeah. It starts getting real difficult. <laughs> but this is all from the untrained eye. Yes. Sassiness. I don't like yeah. sassy people. Mm. Yeah. I no. surprisingly like it. You like sassy sassiness. people? It's, to, to an extent. Like... Mm. A humorous sassiness or like, I know what I want sassiness. A woody banter, so to speak. A woody banter. <laughs> Someone who can banter. Someone who can wittily <laughs> banter. Yeah, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I have, yeah. I, so. I, I don't know if we missed go it. Go ahead, Dougie. I'm oh, waiting no. for you to say what you're saying. <laughs> Sorry, this is the, the stream is very choppy. Delayed, yeah. Um, I forgot what I was going to say. Please go ahead. Yeah, I would, I would only want kids if like. Uh, I was just going to ask you about their butt photos. <laughs> oh, speaking of, <laughs> I almost got one of Nabil today. 
<laughs> Very much photos. I don't think that uh, bothers anyone here. <laughs> it seems to be a trend. Well, a lot of mooning. What, what, what Anika is referring to Baby is uh, Faisal had recently showed us a picture. His butt? Yes. <laughs> as a baby. Oh, because I've seen a and different then, <laughs> And then I, I, I have a very similar photo. Uh, when I was a baby, I had replicated uh, it too. If you, I don't know if you remember, do you remember that. I heard as we're getting adult. the picture from Pakistan. Yeah, so their mission is to find that picture. Please, Anika, do you find this picture? Buried somewhere. <laughs> um, but for years, we didn't realize that my butt cheeks yeah. were in the picture because it was like hidden in the back, kind of. I was lying down, but you couldn't tell like I was lying like a U. Oh, okay. Uh, and then later the on, we saw yeah. the butt cheeks. So. The butt cheeks. Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, how's uh, at what age is it not okay to take pictures of a baby in a bath or something anymore? When they're not a baby, I guess. When does that happen? <laughs> like four years old, five years old, or is that still cute? I guess you're gonna have to be a judge. It's kind of. Um... I don't know if I would ever post like, if I had a baby, I don't think I'd ever post a picture of the baby naked, ever. Yeah, on like social media. Yeah, taking them is a different story, but posting them, I would say. I guess I wouldn't have a problem, but I also don't, I barely post pictures as it is today. That's true too, yeah. Uh, I guess if I were, I would post videos. Like, I, yeah. I I post videos, so would I post a video of a naked baby? Yeah, is that illegal, by the way? I don't think so. At what age is it, like, illegal to do that? Because, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure, like, baby photos are <laughs> fine, but... I'm sure every video community has different terms of service, <laughs> so you'd have to look into that. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah. That's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> we could have a whole podcast what, on this. What is this new graduate? <laughs> you since remember. we have a Jeet as a guest, what is um, the new graduate's program of in the future? The outlook of my future? Um, I don't know. Whatever, or just whatever like, you're planning to do now that you're not in yeah. That's an interesting question. I've, I've tried to think about, you know, what's weird. So I did technically like finish my degree, even though my graduation date is still in June because like they just have one ceremony for everyone. I technically finished in April. I don't feel like it just flew by. I didn't even like really, it didn't really register with me that it flew was by done. for us too. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> one second year at Stanford. And the yeah. Next right. Second, now I'm out of there. working. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I guess I kind of breezed by it. Like I finished, I had a week of spring break and then I joined full time at work and it didn't really hit me. So I'm excited for like the graduation ceremony and everything. So it can really sink in and, but it, I can say it's definitely like, I, I enjoy just working a lot better. Um, now I like, I s finished undergrad and I worked for a year all the while kind of applying for grad school. Then I did, you know, a couple of years of working while doing school. So part-time school, full-time work. Then for one quarter, I had full-time school and I did part-time work, 10 hours a week. And I would say that was the most difficult. So now this transition of full-time work and just work has been pretty like... Um, nice. It's been very nice, yeah. Because now you can just focus on one thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could imagine that'd be pretty hard. I yeah, I don't I have could... to like switch the context of my mind. Now, I didn't... Going in, I thought it'd be way easier to do like one class at a time and have work. Because mm -hmm. then you just have like two contexts, you know? And I thought, like, oh, work and school would be pretty similar. And it kind of was to an extent. But having to, like, sit down and do homework with deadlines and study for a test and mm -hmm. stuff. It, it, and I can say now, like, it kind of outweighed work in my mind. I was like, work, there's, like, deadlines and stuff. People will understand, you know, you can always, like, you, you always have to do your work. But there's always work to be done. And you can kind of put your foot down. With school, it's not like that, right? If you have a deadline or a test, you have to, you have to take the test. Right. So I had to prioritize that in my mind. So, okay. and. So are they false deadlines? Do we? Because that's usually being in education. One of the things we say is, you better get your work in on time because when mm -hmm. you start working, you're not going to be able to <laughs> either break that deadline. Uh, do we create false deadlines in education? Um, you know that is interesting because on one hand, I've heard of people at private schools and stuff. They can just go to their professor and be like, "Look, I had an interview or something. I'm going to take an extra week," and they'd mostly be fine. At public schools like UC Davis, I noticed that teachers wouldn't really care as much unless you had like a relationship with them it's an upper division class. So I would say the deadlines, even in a school setting in college, were sometimes not that firm, you know, if you had a good reason. But at work, I would say it's even more, you know, maybe, I, I mean, I've seen even like, um, 
at different companies, like we had hard deadlines, like a product needs to go out at this time or something. And even that could change. So depending on, as long as you had like an answer, I would say the deadlines weren't that strict at work. And you could always get more people to help you or you could collaborate. Like if you're like, look, this is you, like we need this thing by tomorrow. What's the status? Oh, it's not going well. Okay, here's a team of like three extra people. Just you guys collaborate and get it done, mm -hmm. right? So whereas with school, it's not necessarily like that. If you have an individual programming assignment and you're not able to get it done, the day before the professor's not going to be like, all right, well, you can have these people. They just be like, turn in what you have. I you guess know? the difference is the teachers are saying, you won't have any excuses for it. If you if you said something in your work like, oh, I can't get this done because I didn't manage my time yeah. correctly, that's not going to fly. That's not going to fly, no. But uh, if you're on top of everything, things can change because your manager will, if they're logical enough, they'll be like, okay, yes, right. we didn't manage this properly yes. or whatever. Let's push this out. Yeah, it's more of like a collaborative effort then, whereas the professor knows like, I've taught this class before. People can get this done in a week. When you have work, it's also like, okay, I don't know how this is going to get done. So if, if it's not done in time, it's also partly on me. A good manager would realize it's also partly on me mm -hmm. for not assigning the right resources and time schedules and everything. But there's usually pretty clear feedback like, hey, I'm trying to get this done at this time, but here are the blockers or whatever. Um, so yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say, I, I would say that like school always prepares you for a way of thinking more than a, like a lot of people will come out of school and be like, I don't use my degree at all. Like, did you learn classes. how to learn? Yes. That's I think one that's of the probably biggest thing. a big valuable exactly. thing. So you learn like how to keep deadlines because it is more strict in school. I would say they are. Yeah. You're kind of teaching false deadlines, but for a reason, because you're teaching how to learn. How about the subject matter specifically, like going through this program, can you mm -hmm. now start doing research on some new technology that's related to whatever you studied and could you kind of build some knowledge base on your own yes i would say so okay. I, I think uh the way that i kind of structured uh, my classes and my degrees i would say that i learned very practically mm. on everything that i've learned in school is pretty much applicable to the job that you know that i do now maybe some of it is abstracted away or i don't need to you know, use all of it on day to day, but having an understanding of maybe some of the harder classes that I don't use every day is also beneficial to me. Like, um, you know, certain, certain classes I took, if I learned something and school will always do that too. School will teach you like a lot of the bare bones stuff that you might not need to know. For, for example, my girlfriend is like in school to be a nurse and she, um, she was saying that like, you know, she needed help with math once, so she came over with, like, a lot of formulas, like, hey, What's we... two plus two? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, uh, I was actually amazed that I could... Up. I was trying to come up <laughs> with a funnier one, but that's the only thing. That's that's clearly, the... that's the level Boo. of my knowledge. <laughs> What's, What's math? two plus two? <laughs> These are, like, ratios of, like, like, going back to, like, my chemistry class, like, I need, you know, this many milligrams of, of this solution. How do I, like diluter you know some different mm -hmm. ratios and stuff you have to play with and i was actually surprised that i remembered some of this stuff i could help her out and then she kind of we were talking about it and she's like yeah you know it's stupid because like right now you just put it in the computer like i need this much dosage and it'll spit out a pill or something right mm -hmm. but but she's like you know most hospitals would have that in the u.s but if i were to go to like you know a third world country then you need to do all this by hand if I'm, so you, they have to teach you and now on a computer science or like electrical engineering front you mm -hmm. would learn like C in school first where you have to like explicitly manage memory and everything right. but if you get on the job you'd use java or something right like, it was important to understand how yeah. the system works as now, opposed to yeah. just using the system right or something like that now even java would abstract away like your memory management and stuff but if you needed like a performance critical application right you could understand like oh if i like do this loop differently it would access memory in a different fashion and then you know it makes things easier or even if you at least if you acknowledge what the problem is mm -hmm. even if you don't know how to solve it exactly that's yeah. usually good enough um but that's yeah but school teaches you how to learn which is which could be very detrimental i would say like in certain subject matters or certain like uh you know if, if the curriculum is outdated you know and you and you're learning a different that one way of doing something but industry is completely separate which mm -hmm. is why i like stanford a lot like they're very like up to date on i mean i had a hardware acceleration class which was not really like found at any other school mm. as far as i know Interesting. um and that like that was super beneficial that like three months that i spent in that class was for what i wanted to do was super beneficial to me mm. so now i have that knowledge so and, it sounds uh, like you could, it sounds like now with your master's 
you could potentially teach uh, and ah. it sounds like you're thinking about like a teacher thinks. Yeah, I would uh, love to. Do you, do you ever consider teaching a class here or there? I, absolutely, yeah. And I remember asking you too, Nikanti, I was asking uh, what the, like, because a lot of the professors, you have to have a PhD, but you said at uh, community college yeah. level, you could community teach at the master's. Community college, you don't. And, yeah. But I have to teach my yeah. subject matter. So I couldn't teach math. Yes. But I have to be, yeah, no, teach like no. engineering. And I would love to. I would, you know, that's one thing I've been considering. Or also tutoring or some form of like college application help or something like that. Um, time permitting, though. Mm -hmm. Ooh, mm -hmm. That was a lot of problems. I don't know what yeah. that was. I don't think that's your fault. <laughs> no? Okay. okay. So on that note, you, you brought up the topic again of time. And we earlier mm -hmm. we talked about kids and the right time and the time to have fun. Um, at one point in business programs, they started focusing on ethics because it was a major Ooh, challenge. Ethics, Do huh? you think as you move forward, there will be courses on yeah. family, you know, oh. time management or having kids so that the, the you hmm. know, um, the economy continues to boom because we need a younger generation? Do you think there'll be themes that, you know, the next 10 years that need to be taught? I would, th you know, like... I would say no based on our current education system, but I would say it's absolutely necessary. Like, I wish there were courses on doing your own taxes and stuff in high school where a lot of the subject matter doesn't matter. Like, I'm going back, thinking about, like, social studies and history and stuff. If they just threw in a couple weeks of, like, here's how the taxation system works and, like, mm -hmm. here's how you do your own taxes at a basic level, I would understand so much more right now, so much more valuable information while I'm doing my job and while I'm planning for my future. Mm -hmm. But... That's mm -hmm. even at a private school. Or even if you to. weren't into, even if you weren't into programming or whatever, just like uh, this is how modern like mm -hmm. applications are run. Yeah. All the media that you view on YouTube, like this is yeah, how it kind of works. It's kind of funny because we were just talking about, I was like, you know, a lot of people have no idea, uh, would probably have no idea that the industry has shifted to cloud compute versus mm -hmm. like personal. And now there's the edge compute shift, which you were like pretty yeah, familiar was, with too. Yeah. What is that? It's bringing What's out. that? It's bringing compute closer to the edge, the you know this, uh, the personal level, the personal oh, layer okay, gotcha. outside of the data center, because now the bandwidth issues, like there's you know a lot of compute happening at the uh, uh, at the data center level where you're sending it through the network, which is a bottleneck, and bandwidth is expensive, so you can bring mm -hmm. some of the compute closer and it'll be faster. Now there's a huge push for that, but I, it's just interesting that like yeah, you could teach high schoolers and stuff how like here's how things kind of work mm -hmm. because I would say, yeah, a lot of people wouldn't have any idea that like the cloud shift, how it happened, you know, what the, in the past 10 years, even like what the shift was, what's uh, right. What's common. And even now. if they don't know, even if they're not going into helping develop that directly, I'm sure that whatever business that they are interested in is going to be indirectly based on that. Yeah. So I agree. Um, yeah. Everyone I feel like needs to even know. Their lives. Yeah. Even because mm -hmm. this young woman that I've been kind of working with here, um, she mentioned um, the use of Facebook and how one of her friends got was scared that her her cell phone had got hacked. But she thinks it's somebody that she knows who hacked the phone, <laughs> and so all her personal information has been made available somewhere. Uh. I mean, I don't know the intricacies of it. But there's this fear of technology yeah. and um, being online. And uh, we were discussing how you you can't not be engaged online mm -hmm. yeah. uh, as things move forward. You know, at whatever level you're at, it'll have some impact on your uh, personal lives yes. uh, and professional. And so she's considering of starting a business and uh, without social media, without some online participation even payments or connection with cost customers and so on mm -hmm. you, you know that so there's a fear but this is very much a part of everybody's life that's now. a healthy it, it would be the equivalent of like saying yeah i'm not interested in like writing and like talking <laughs> yeah i guess so. I mean, it's like well <laughs> you you're gonna yeah. need you're gonna need that <laughs> to get yeah through. if you start a business without any kind of online marketing good luck having people find it right aside from like, walk foot in traffic. the foot traffic is yeah. not gonna be good word enough. of mouth yeah alone alone that's not gonna be uh, yeah and word so, of mouth that happens online so yeah. i feel like you can't even prevent that so if oh, you said gonna... wait, wait what about that place in Mendocino, the bakery in Mendocino, tell Ajit about that experience. Apparently they do no advertising. Oh, well, there's interesting. Well, it was just the interesting thing was when I went to go pay, they said like, oh, if you don't have, they only had, took cash. Mm -hmm. and they're like, if you don't have the cash now, like uh, here's an IOU, just send a oh. check to this address. Oh. So it was like kind of, oh, you just trust that I'm going to yeah. <laughs> pay, give the money. Pay for um, it. 
But yeah, I guess they didn't. Oh, no, are they on Yelp? Uh, I don't know, Mom. But what? So they didn't advertise. Is that what the guy said? He said they don't advertise, but they apparently their bakery is so it's it's lovely. I mean, you have to go there, Jeet. Their their breads are excellent. Yeah, like, yeah. A sticky bun. Wow, this is very good. Yeah, the sticky bun. Wouldn't that sound good? Sport and waterfall, and they don't advertise, and it's local run. And I guess us coming in and saying, oh, you trust us was, <laughs> was a strange feeling that we had. Oh, my goodness, yeah. you know, why would you trust us? Not that we would ever cheat anyone. Although, <laughs> I guess, yeah, it's like a small town. But, yeah. yeah, I will say that's probably unique to them. Uh, I suppose it can work if you have a nice local a community. Yeah, small. small it sounds like and, small and town. Mainly tourists. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I think is as they're driving up. Yeah. Hmm. Although yeah. they do, well, they do have online presence to answer Daniel's question because yeah. if you Google them on Google Maps, yeah. Uh, oh, Daniel says, I've talked with a lot of small business owners. Uh, they don't need to advertise, but they'll still be online. But yeah, I'm yeah, pretty sure they're like online a, too. And right. I'm pretty sure that's actually now that I think about it, to answer the question of the the tourists, the tourists are probably like, okay, we're on our way to Mendocino. Yeah. Oh, by the way, there's this ba- high-rated bakery thing right. on the way. Is it possible that they don't have their Yelp page, but so, like it's created for them? Yeah, like, might. Or on Google Maps, like it's indexed, but they have no control over what's displayed, which in that case seems like kind yeah. of scary for them because they're still online, but they don't know what people right. are. Right. I'm sure they own, yes. own it. <laughs> there you go. Daniel says yes. Huh. So um, I don't know what we were, we we're talking about. Just, yeah, like lack of online presence but oh yeah it seems like it's unavoidable now because yeah i think it's yeah if you say no to technology it's like saying i don't want to learn how to write and yeah talk. i mean internet is a basic like uh necessity now it's it's built as like a you know like a restroom it's it's just a common mm-hmm. necessity a utility utility yeah <laughs> it's right like it's like electricity water electricity and yeah what <laughs> I like. It. Did you just say the internet is like a restroom? <laughs> you know what? In more ways than one. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with a lot that. of shit on there. I'm glad, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you called me on that. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I stick by that actually. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, going back to the ethics thing too, it, it's pretty interesting because, like, yeah, there uh, a lot of. Even in my curriculum in high school and stuff, there I had to take a ethics of engineering class too, and it was a lot of like, um, yeah, there was a lot of things like you're not allowed to accept gifts because that could be considered like a bribe and stuff. There were some like legalities that they talked about, but I think even more like ethics would be necessary coming into the future. Now this transition from like, you know, the, the internet is now like a basic necessity, right? Um, you, you can't assume people are going to live without it. Now, I think AI is also going to be in that front. So you need to have like studies of ethics. There are committees for like ethics that have since dissolved, you know, like Google, Facebook have brought people together to talk about the ethics of AI, but that dissolves pretty quickly Mm -hmm. um, because people can't agree on, you know, but that, I I think that's another push. I think without that education be uh, at like our level, like teaching us what the ethics are, Mm -hmm. that could dissolve even you know quicker like exponentially the ethics of like our community could completely dissolve and i guess at that stage at this stage it's because it's so new it's not even like this is how we should do it it's like hey how should we yeah it's like we're humans have to agree on like what is the right thing yeah exactly because this decision needs to be made what's the you know i think i've talked about it on a previous podcast too like you have two cars coming yeah, to collide towards each other. One has babies. One has like just a yeah. single adult, like forty years old. Uh-huh. Which one does the car say? What does the you know? And everyone right. would have a different opinion on that. I would think. Yeah, that's true. Um, As a customer, I, I, I yeah, think right. I, pretty much, I said the same thing last yeah. time. I'd like myself to be saved. Yes, like, save the person in the car. I pay for this car, <laughs> right? So I wanted to save me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's pretty interesting that like it's good that it's being taught in like business curriculum now. Then. Um, but I mean, I could just see all these things like basic economy and stuff too. Like, it, if 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 a lot of things aren't taught, you know, then they could dissolve even quicker. With like, I mean, our technology is sped up exponentially, right? Like, we have. Mm-hmm. I can't even remember how two thousand five was because like. I can't remember so the time different. when like YouTube and Facebook weren't a thing. Not even that. Weren't I don't like, even use yeah. Facebook that much anymore. But right. Just like. But it's everywhere. It is everywhere. Yeah. Like but there's your data a time where there wasn't, through. and I don't even remember that. Time. Exactly. <laughs> right. And that was what ten years ago. Yeah. No. 
here's a question I have of you on that context. And sorry about the lag. I tried to yeah. pause it, but I, I think. But anyway, the question I was um, I came to mind was um, we depend a lot on education, but nobody teaches anyone how to use Facebook or any of the, that there's so many things that we do not learn yeah. in the classroom. Uh, and as you said earlier, there are a lot, lot of things that are taught in the classroom that people do not even dig into to mm -hmm. consider whether it's worth remembering. Yeah. Um, do you think, um, wh what are your thoughts? Kind of it has to come from that the... expectation of you know, what, how we learn as a society. Yeah, I guess it would have to come from like, I, the leader, the management of the educational institutes, so the superintendents and the principals mm -hmm. have to bring it up or have to, I don't know, I assume they're the ones who control the curriculum to a degree. I know no, faculty, uh, yeah, faculty, but there are, to yeah, but there are certain things that faculty have to cover, at least in high schools, don't they? Yeah, I would assume like they the can pick their own, yes, but they yeah. have to cover there it. Are some yeah. So yeah. I would assume that they would, they would have, uh, these things about technology would have to be built into those mandatory things that you have to cover. Mm -hmm. And that would probably come from the state or whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Or yeah, yeah, maybe state level or I don't know, you know, the educational, at least the college community college educational well, system. Policies, legislation. Um, there's always an intersection between uh, what legislators kind of suggest, what faculty through their academic freedom and what the, uh, institutions themselves you know so it's a combination of and it's always a push and pull of how to prioritize and that's the politics of education mm -hmm. you know how do you prioritize what's yeah. more important Although then i would also question to be taught just like the way that a lot of young people learn is just being online by right. themselves uh i've already heard like traditional schools are kind of like useless in today's society yeah but yeah, I would imagine that like there would be a lot of self-teaching. Um, mm -hmm. So then the question is like, do would would this even come from your traditional principals and superintendents? Or here's an idea too. I've heard like even you know a few years ago I'd hear that like some schools are doing away with homework, mm. so that kids can just go home and play outside and have like a good time. But what if homework wasn't like go home and do this packet of math problems, right? That you should be learning in class. Mm -hmm. What if it was like, okay, now your time is go home, watch these videos on like basic economics or well, they like do have, taxes. They do have, they, they call it the, um, I, I was going to say the upside down classroom, but it's the reverse <laughs> classroom where you oh, actually, yeah. you do the, you know, you, you work on stuff. But they also, there's this um, school in New York, which, has tried to structure teaching as if it was a game, a video game, um, using those elements gimmicky. of gaming, which is so much a part of um, you think? business as well. Um, so, so, you know, I guess for not even your generation, because you're now a more senior generation, yeah, that's the younger true. generation, the concept of gaming is is something that they are more comfortable with. So for Ajit, he just said that sounds gimmicky. He <laughs> also is not a, he's not into the games that much, right? Yeah, not real. But if you think about it this way, it's very similar it's to engineering, I think. Not games. Yeah, so it's like... As, as in the concept of, yeah. You actually, break down gamification to the best of your knowledge from your understanding. Elements of... Uh, and I should know this because uh, this is a text that I'm, you, you know, using in my classroom, but I don't remember the exact McGonagall, Jane McGonagall says reality is broken and we need to use game, the gaming concept to reinvent reality for younger people who lose themselves. And there's some elements of gamification about um, where you have a challenge and, but it's a challenge in accomplishable enough where you will stay engaged and there'll be some reward and there'll be some elements of reward as you keep going. So so an example of applying gamification in the business world is when we get rewards points, mm -hmm, which were yeah. not a part of business in the past, but now, you know, like Daniel going and staying in the, where did he, what were the benefits of the card he was using? Oh yeah, was traveling the Chase Sapphire like, Reserve, <laughs> this podcast brought to you by. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so those kind of concepts, but applying them in a variety of different contexts. So it's not that, so much about um, 
and you stay and the way i think about it is it's not so much about oh we're having fun playing a game it's the people who like take games seriously where it's mm. like you're understanding like an engineer would you're trying to understand like mechanics of the game what right. are the rules and what is the like best play to win um so it's more of that as opposed to like i mean re rewards is one thing becoming mm -hmm. uh you know being be, having control over some area as opposed to being controlled on all levels. So, and I agree with you, Ajit, that to some extent, some of these ideas are usually gimmicky and they can't yeah. work in their whole extent. So, so I do agree with you that way. Have you seen that Black Mirror episode, by the way, of like, um, it's like, a, it's an office, I guess it's a workplace where people like they live there, they, um, you know, they have to like, do certain challenges to get rewards and they like move up the ladder that way they basically have like a point system oh I, I remember the episode is it the one where like if you're a, if you do something bad your like social media account goes down in points no not that one that okay. one's interesting too this one i think was like in the very first season they um it's like a workplace and they all would like every morning go on the bike they have to like watch tv oh like, i know exactly what you're talking about yeah. Yeah, yeah so that was actually like introduced to a workplace i saw it on twitter and someone commented oh okay this is exactly oh, a really? Black Mirror episode yeah yeah where like workplaces like this is, i don't know if it was amazon but let's say it's amazon they have to like pack the boxes and stuff mm -hmm. after a certain amount they get points and you know like they so it's a gamification of work, right? Like you get right. rewards and so you get rewarded based on how productive you are. Mm -hmm. um, what are your thoughts on that? I don't like it. Yeah, that's Why don't creepy. you like that? I mean, the Black Mirror episode is why I don't like it because it seems so creepy. <laughs> like, oh, here's your points and you can unlock like different episodes of TV or however it works. Yeah. But it does seem like it seems too uh, Would controlling. You like, okay. Contrived. Yeah, it, it it that's not like necessarily gimmicky for me. It's just more like it seems so. I don't want to say slavery, but it seems kind of like too controlling. Okay, well, a uh, what? Machiavelli. Oh, Machiavelli. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but okay. So for for jobs that are a bit more straightforward and mundane, I guess, right. could you argue that uh, this would be a good way to would would hardworking i guess would hardworking people work hard in these situations i mean it, it's interesting it could work it could be like because uh, i know it would not work in something where you have to be creative because how would you how would you value that you know yeah like you'd have to be able to there'd have to be a like a reward that you would or the work has to be measurable right that's one thing yeah. if it's something like very abstract and it's like yeah. how did, would you measure that Right, exactly. That's what already like it introduces kind of imbalance, right? Of like, like mundane work versus like no, how do you? I, no, I, don't I know. have a question about measuring. Yeah. Um, and particularly, you know, in the concept even of grading, which oh, is yeah. relates mm -hmm. to that. Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to doubt, um, or kind of not be fully aware because you know how some people and you know this both of you that you know some people might get grades but cannot perform um like they're academically smart but they're not practically that, smart uh whether it's at work or whether it's you know so you might be high performing in one level but you've missed out on something else that has a like for example jack ma and his kind of education but his concept um him being an example of someone who this took is the CEO of Alibaba, education, there was no know. way that being an English teacher relates to the business. He, oh, was, sorry an, about he, that. he was an English teacher. Uh, really? And he started Alibaba. Yes, yes. Oh, so oh. there's no way it. Huh. Did you. Sorry, go ahead. I'll stop talking. Okay. No, no, no the, video. <laughs> the video got weird for, on our side for some reason, but now it's better. Um. I'll bring in Daniel's comment here. Hmm. Uh, can you grade based on experience versus getting a letter grade from performance? Can you grade based on experience? I mean, it's kind of interesting because we kind of talked about this the last time I was on the podcast too, where like, you know, the eight hour work week doesn't really work because you don't have like measurable tasks right. anymore necessarily. Um, but yeah, I don't think this thing would work. It would work for robots but i don't think it works for humans yeah 
you could also lose like valuable employees based on like a poor like letter grade or performance one you know one right. quarter um yeah that's huh, that's interesting i mean i have no answer to this i yeah i'm sure that this has definitely been thought of a lot uh and it seems like whatever's in place is kind of the best option we have even yeah, as far as like you know amazon having warehouse workers that are just and i think you know that um like performance the point system was probably a similar type of job like oh you put out this many packages or something mm-hmm. um but yeah I, I i don't i'm sure for some people it works i'm sure for some people it definitely doesn't um i don't think like having a reward system would change how those people think even even if it did it would probably be temporary like if you had a if worker, you can put a reward system for that kind of job then you can also automate it i think with a yeah, robot that's true so i think you're better off spending your time developing automating it as opposed to like whipping out this reward system also like temporarily it could be the reward system while the like automation aspect is going on in the background um but also i was kind yeah. of thinking about this too i guess like, like salesman of the month or like employee of the month those are also reward systems just that have been in place forever and i'm sure continue to this day yeah like small rewards of like recognition or right uh, whatever small reward would come with that right like also patents if at a lot of companies if you file a patent which is like super valuable ip to the company they'll like help you get it published they'll pay all the lawyer fees and have review processes but you get a check for like a thousand dollars for all your hard work well, which is, they're gonna own the patent right, right exactly okay, so you yeah. get rewarded to they give you some incentive to do that but like mm-hmm. I mean, that's like nothing. That could be nothing in the scale of things. Like you could, this patent could generate a lot point, of revenue. At that point, you quit and you go start it yourself. But then you have to pay like hundreds of thousands to file a patent too. Yeah, that's and true. That's, that's another blocker, especially for oh. something that might not ever be like commercially right. viable. Um, that's so true. that's, I mean, that uh, it's all kind of related, but uh, it just seems the way, it seems like the world has taken the shape just off of experience then. I don't know. Like yeah. I, I wouldn't be comfortable giving away like IP to a company for like a thousand dollars if it was super if it was really good. But if on the other hand, I get the recognition from the company. Yeah, if you couldn't afford to go through the process, right. would you then feel comfortable? Yeah, especially if it was just something that was super like industry relevant, like something related. Something to this that you company. couldn't just go launch on your own. Right. Exactly. It's such a niche. Yeah, it's a small piece of this puzzle that the company is building. But um, right, you know, and you get the recognition for a company. You can put it on your resume. That's like I think that alone should be a reward system. <laughs> is like yeah, exactly. You being able to come up with these new uh, innovative solutions to your industry's problems. Yeah. Then you're valuable. As Even if you don't, if you're able to do that at a company, and so technically they own it, and you yeah. don't. If you're able to do that a few times, right. then and <laughs> you, you should be like, getting paid a decent amount where then at, at yeah. a certain point you can be like, all right, I quit and I'm going to go right. start my own thing. Yeah, it also benefits you as like, you know, your intellect gets approval. You get like, you get to establish your uh, yeah. your thought processes. Is there a way to bridge the gap between people who are n- not interested in technology to get them like... I don't know, to just use technology for their industries? Well, I think that just, um, I think, yes, I think uh, things can be abstracted away, right? Like, for example, you could have, like, AI is, um, I wouldn't say it's super niche anymore, but a lot of people couldn't just jump right in and start, like, I mean, there are models out there that you could Mm -hmm. tune and train and, like, um, you could utilize it really well for your business, like, just predicting, like, inventory and stuff, like, you could... uh, but you need the data for that, right? So people can then make it easier. Like, hey, if you have all this stuff, sure. you have all this data from your store, give it to us and we'll make it like, or we'll show you how to like utilize it well, right? Yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of things you can like abstract away. Like you could use the buzzwords, but they don't have to know anything behind the scenes of like, here's technology that you could use to. Yeah. Um, but I don't, yeah, I don't think it's. Uh, so, so I'm going to throw a wrench in your conversation now that the, connection is a bit clearer oh, cool. is that you know with our need for efficiency and kind of all of that is that where the baby element messes things up because there is no efficiency in babyhood oh having a kid you're saying yes yes well, i guess it depends how you're thinking about it if you're thinking about it on a macro level of like managing humans um yes that's well, different than like yes, a personal exactly. level where it's like yes. i want to raise a family <laughs> There, there's yeah. two there's two different objectives 
So which one are we going for? You go for whichever one you think is worth. Well, which one are you interested in, Ajit? Uh, what you, like uh, thinking about like having kids like okay. uh, what is the the benefits of having kids and is there a, a way to efficiently have them and raise okay, them see, and yeah. on the ma macro level of thinking uh -huh. is like as a society how should people go about this and then there's just like on a micro level like how, how do I want to have That's a stop me if I'm derailing the conversation but I was kind of right. thinking that okay like uh yeah, how do you, like, you could use tech right now to help, like, raise a kid, right? Sure. Let's say that. That's kind of where my mind was going with this conversation. Okay. And I have heard it's easier to raise kids now than it was, like, I'm sure when we were kids, it was much harder. You mm. didn't have phones. You didn't have, now you can have, like, um, you know, you could have, like, Reddit communities for how to raise, like, different resources. You don't necessarily need to read, like, a baby book. You could read, like, a blog on, like, here's what works with kids. Here's what you should expect. Um you have Amazon subscribe and save. Diapers can get delivered to your door every week. Mm -hmm. You have, you know, different, like even, you know, tech that's been around for a while, like breast pumps and stuff. You have things that... Um, you could uh, hire uh, babysitters right. with the reviews. Right, or background whatever. checks. I was going to say that too, like Rover for kids. I don't know if that exists. But <laughs> I don't even know what Rover I would, is. It's uh, for dog I babysitting. Oh, okay. <laughs> I Sorry. I said, I'm sure there is something. Yeah, I'm and, sure, and right? And then you have video cameras as well. Right, exactly. Yeah, like Nest Cams and stuff for like, um, like instead of just a baby monitor, you could have a drop cam in your room that, you know. When they're like 12 or 13, they'll be mooning you a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Stop watching me, mom. <laughs> I'm fine. You could also have like the AI detection on the cameras now, I'm sure. And like, you know, maybe now, maybe in this day, but maybe certainly in like a year or two, you could have like, oh, your baby's crying. But, you know? do, but mm -hmm. does that sound like a Black Mirror? Um, yeah. Uh, it, does this, all of what you just listed, does that sound Black Mirror-ish? Everything too. I, I, and it's funny, like, I'm sure everything, yeah, everything sounds kind of Black Mirror-ish to this day. Like anything Should you I be watching news, your kids at all time? Is I that mean, a requirement for um, a healthy kid? Yeah, I, I I would say no. I would say like a certain level of freedom. But I, me, I like I watch my dog like a hawk. If I'm ever like uncomfortable with the situation, you know, mm. like if I have a friend over or something, I'm like, all right, what's gonna happen? Like I don't want him to get hurt. I don't want him to hurt someone. Yeah, you know. So <laughs> it's hard for me to answer. I would say yeah. I like as a as a child, I would like my freedom. Mm -hmm. But as a parent, you know, or as someone who has like a responsibility over someone, I'd be like, be I hard. need to watch that thing. Um, you could also have like, uh, I mean, to finish my thought from before too, like gene editing and stuff. That's a tech that's there to this, like it's there right now, but mm -hmm. maybe to not a high that, extent. I guess that could be not, I was going to, first I was going to say that's more of a ma macro level thing to think about. But actually, yeah. I mean, if it gets down to your personal preferences on, I want yeah, a kid right? that has like blonde hair and yeah. yeah. <laughs> Blue eyes. Blue Aryan <laughs> race. <laughs> I didn't say it. <laughs> But that's what it feels like. <laughs> but if you could like make sure my kid will never have any of these genetic issues or this that like yeah you know that that would certainly make it easier I would think for parenting a kid. I mean that um, yeah at that point it even just changes the whole uh, yeah. I mean, are you having a kid for you or are you having a kid so the kid can be a kid or <laughs> or be a productive member of society, which goes back to the economic like you know China doesn't have kids in the certain yeah. age range it needs it needs so will government step See, in? See, I'm ready to just throw a... all this human stuff away and let's just work on the robots. <laughs> I mean, I and think... then they can kill us and it'll be oh. done. <laughs> <laughs> then they can Give handle the those problems. Yeah. <laughs> Let them inherit the earth. Yeah. Because um, at, at that point, it's like I don't know. I can't even wrap my brain around right now. Exactly. The desires are different. You know, it's like yeah. You're forming a reality for yourself as opposed to like... And if you think about it in the grand scheme of things, like there's, you know, the universe is huge. Yeah. Like there's, uh, you know, it is at that at that high level of thinking, then does it even matter? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> well, you, you were talking about macro versus macro. Like, yeah. Does it really matter at that point what your kid does? Like That's true. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. There's there's too much to think about. I, Just, I think this generation well, is thinking about you it. Put your, go ahead. So now that this is out there, Jeep, you know, you uh -oh. know your kid will throw this back at you. Does it even matter? You know, anything now, does it even matter? I mean, not to that extent. Like, I would obviously care. Managing human societies doesn't matter maybe right like the, the small mistakes you make does it really matter is what i meant yeah. i guess like if, you murder if, someone it'll matter because now I you're going to jail forever yeah like, 
But if your kid drops out of school or something or isn't like an engineer when you wanted him to be an engineer and mm-hmm. instead becomes an artist. Like these little problems that a lot of parents like stress about in, you know, previous generations or whatever, like even to this day, I'm sure. But uh, I think there needs to be some kind of like let let control of the reins, right? Like let the yeah, let the world play out. Um, yeah, that's true, right? Like I guess that's kind of what I meant. Like some problems aren't just not worth uh, stressing so about. So we, we what what is the consensus about uh, the macro or the micro level of the human element? I would say just it try and matter? yeah. I don't know. Ray, like, yeah. you know, I, I think Nabil's a very good child. Same with Daniel. I think Anikanti and Munamunkul <laughs> raised them right. I would say they're pleasant to be around. They're productive members of society. They're, you know, you're not out killing people, I don't think. You're not, like, trying to cause harm in the world. I would say as long as that's established, then, you know, the job of the parent has been done right. The job of the child, you know, has also been, like, there's no mistakes there. There's, so, uh, so it's fairly nice and easy. And doable now. I'm sure it wasn't. It's much easier to have kids. Be respectable. The kids should be come out, you know. Yeah. Respectable. Yeah. Be able to agree to disagree. Right. Exactly. That's the part of the hardest. Disciplined. Yeah. Agreeing with people, that's cool. But like when you come to disagreements, you have to learn how to like live with these people. Yeah. Um, And yeah, I mean, Daniel brings up a good point here. Oh, sorry. Daniel's coming in here. Having a child increases motivation to work harder. Your purpose becomes making a better life for your child. That's true. But a child is not needed in life. <laughs> I don't Wait, know about what? that last point. But <laughs> um, <laughs> Daniel got too deep. I agree with that, though. Having I would a hope... child will like change your perspective. It'll make you... like Everything's for them now. And that's not even like a bad thing. That's just how... I've heard that's how your mind changes as a parent. Like... Right now, my priorities are probably like travel, maybe try and buy a house or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if I were to have a kid, I'd be like, make sure this kid is. Can you not and... foster that motivation for yourself? Like, I, I think... want to. I want a better life for myself, so to speak. Yeah. No, I think I think so. I think that's how I think that's how it should be. Like, no matter what you have in life, you it should be like build a better life for me or people who are surrounding me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's how productive members... Because then I think, think it makes it way easier to provide a better life for other people. If you're uh, thinking about... If, you're, if, you're, if you've improved your life so much... Right, yeah. I, I don't know. I just think you're in a position of power usually mm-hmm. yeah, to agreed. then go make... That's usually where like money comes into play, right? Like the richest people have the most say. Oh, oh we, we, gotta... have a, we have a question from Monim. All right. <laughs> so the question is... If you're not going to have a child, why should you leave anything on this earth after you're gone? I agree. What's yeah. your motivation? For the other humans. What, what do you define as things? <laughs> what do you think? Whether it's the environment or resources. Or... Oh, oh, so he's a larger question of... Would... So that just, well, first of all, that reveals if you don't want to leave anything for anyone, you, you don't care about other humans. Oh, wait, we disconnected. <laughs> Are we back? Let's see. We're going to wait. I don't know if you can hear us on the other end, but we're going to wait for a little bit here. Oh, I think we're coming back here. I hear you. There we go. Okay. Go ahead. What were you going to say? Uh-oh. Did we lose you again? <laughs> Say yes if we did. <laughs> I'm just going <laughs> to disappear. Uh, well, I well, guess we'll just try and answer the yeah, question. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> um, I mean, you, you bring up a good point. Yeah, you leave your, an impact for uh, for other humans. humans. Yeah. So the, the question was, Whether why should you, if you're not going to have kids, why do you care to like... Uh, become successful yeah. and theoretically leave a lot of resources for the rest of right. them. I don't really think about that aspect, leaving it for other people, but like on a smaller scale, even if you're, you know, if your success is like you have a house and stuff, yeah, I guess that doesn't necessarily matter. Like mm-hmm. if you're not leaving it for the next generation, like owning a house doesn't matter then. And that does change your priorities. And a lot of people will just go travel the world and not have like, you know, a life established anywhere. Yeah. Well, and you have to have, I guess, or, go ahead. The connection is not <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Why do you, you know, for the environment, why do you care about the environment if you're not going to be around? Yeah. 
It's just, I think it's a grander plan that you just have to believe in. It's like when you invented the transistor, you're like, wow, we can one day oh, do true. something crazy. But I know that we're not going to do it in my lifetime. That's so at that point, it's just up to the person. If you're willing to you know, believe in something that's greater than yourself, then that's good. And if not, I don't know if I should do counterclockwise. I was going to say like, clockwise, but we're back. Now. Okay. <laughs> Glad I... Can't glad I don't know stuff. <laughs> Ignorance is Ignorance is bliss. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I I agree with both points there. Actually, that's pretty interesting. Uh, you know, at, at a higher level, what what would what impact would you try and leave on the earth if you didn't plan to have kids or didn't have kids? But mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, it's just for the betterment of humanity. Hopefully, um, leave the future generation with. And I don't know, maybe that changes with age too. Like at twenty five, I kind of agree. Like well, I don't know, I wouldn't. I guess I wouldn't really care about leaving an impact. If I didn't have kids, I would just try and like live out my life as as I wanted. Right. Or maybe when I'm 50 and I if I you know if I was 50 I didn't have kids, I would be like, well, actually, I could leave just like a longer lasting impact, even by cleaning up my community or something. You know, people will remember that and yeah. leave it better for the next generation. Maybe recognition too, just stamping your name in the history books. Yeah, if just leave. I guess that would feel good that. if you we're still alive while that happened right exactly or yeah i guess even or the even idea a, of it yeah like oh i hope i'm a good enough human where people look back and like because again in the grander scheme of things and the scale of the entire universe yeah, it doesn't matter you're, yeah most of the time <laughs> but i'm sure pe- people always remember like certain names right like steve jobs yeah. has probably been stamped in the history books now like it would be cool to work on something that that pivots humanity yeah. as a whole kind of Which, like how yeah. steve jobs did right. or bill gates or the Avengers of the guys. Internet, which is, I guess, unclear. <laughs> who, who, what name out there? <laughs> yeah, the Avengers of the Internet. I mean, wasn't it? Uh, what do you call it? The Packard Lab, Bell Labs. Weren't they I the mean, ones like, who? Like Cisco was founded out of Stanford in the need of like just connecting two departments via like uh, cable, right? Like so that people could email each other outside of the department. Okay, that could be contrib- like Cisco has a big impact on the history of the internet. Right. But I don't know who I would attribute like the the internet too yeah there are names that's true but, but yeah, yeah it would be cool to but that also stuff but yeah that stuff doesn't come that intentionally like i'm sure yeah it's you're like it just kind of you picked something first of all just tackling like being interested in things yeah. is like a i don't know it's a huge for me it's hard sometimes to like stay motivated so like and then it's like depends on the field you're in and then it'll just be a at this time if you're in technology and you are working hard at it there's a high chance that you'll right yeah make these if you big... pick the right industry and like mm-hmm. yeah it's just uh hoping that you leave a better better tomorrow i guess yeah or hoping that you can just drive progress like hopefully in my lifetime i would see this but hey even if i were to like put this out there and people in 50 years would use this that would be pretty cool um but then now that i think about it the I don't even think about that stuff on a day-to-day basis. Right. On a day-to-day agreed. basis, the people who are working hard are the ones who are thinking about solving the problems mm-hmm. like that are right in front of you. Yeah, that's uh, true. So to answer your question, Monim, um, that answers it, I yeah. guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put, your, your put your head down and like keep working on yeah. whatever you're working on. I see we're coming up on time, but Nabil, I did want to ask you about your career uh goals now yeah so i want to get an update oh yes whenever someone asks for an update on my career goals it's stressful it's i know uh, it's not even stressful it's like i don't even know how to answer it because a lot of it's just i'm learning stuff Mm -hmm. um and whenever i learn things i will say like i understand what i want to work on okay so what is that what in the last minutes that we developing apis on top of cloud services or through okay. that methodology. Okay. So like being able to say, okay, we want um, this kind of feature in our, let's say we have an existing application Okay. and we, we want feature X that mm-hmm. does something. I can then go through a list of cloud services and be like, hmm, okay, if I match like an in-memory database with mm-hmm. a couple of these things mm-hmm. and I can, I can spin those up through code. Okay. So now I'm man- not only am I managing the resources, right. and then I'm managing the actual functionality of or it use too. Or like Lambda or whatever to just spin exactly. up. Exactly. Okay. And so being able to go from we want this feature to implementing it and mm-hmm. being having control over that and being able to do it relatively quickly right. is what I'm interested in okay, doing. Okay, that's pretty cool actually. I could see a real use case for that on yeah. a lot of like small business fronts especially. Like, exactly. Yeah. Um, 
And then, of course, I have my kind of, I want to do something with uh, game engines. That's kind of my mm -hmm. really long-term plan. Okay. But these are kind of the tools that will help me, well, one, get a job, mm -hmm. uh, and two, help me build my real dream application. Or so whatever. where would you see yourself then? Like what, yeah, do you what have kind of company? company names or like, yeah. Uh, I have no company industry. names. Okay. So, but it's really companies that are building software, their applications, right. um, on like cloud infrastructure okay and then you like you want to enable them to uh yeah and even if i'm working on part of it for, like okay. as long as they're that's how they build apps if i can be just part of that mm -hmm. like on some team daniel asked MuleSoft, which i'm not familiar MuleSoft. With. okay so they're the ones they were just bought off well i say just but it's been probably a year or two now mm -hmm. they're bought off by I don't even remember. They're bought like for like gaming. three, three, six billion. No, so okay. they're not gaming. So actually, we mentioned this just oh, now yeah. earlier. Yeah, they they make APIs. So okay. Wells Fargo, a bank, will have information mm -hmm. about their customers, but they don't know how to uh, extract that info and turn it into something useful. Right. So these guys build APIs for those companies, oh, and now they have a better vision of. Okay what their com uh, customers are like and things yeah. like that. That kind of sounds like I was talking about like small businesses could use AI. Right. They just don't know how. Exactly. Yeah. And then, so that's what those guys do. Okay. Oh, bot Salesforce oh, bought Salesforce. them. Okay. okay. But yeah, so that makes so sense. one, I, I want to work for a company that rolls out their, their apps on the cloud. And two, uh, I want to specifically work on like building API backend functionality for, I guess front end guys. So I could yeah. be like, all right, here are your hooks, front end guys. Right. You go make the UI. I'll do the yeah. You just have writing databases or whatever functionality they need. So that's pretty cool. I see but it's a big that. yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. So it seems like you can elaborate on what like you can articulate. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping now. that's how I go. And then yeah. I I'm slowly building. I have two uh, repos on my GitHub. That's so important. Yeah. So there's there's live code that um, they're basically templates to spin up. So like I have um, something I call like an authentication cloud formation template. Mm. So cloud formation is the AWS's version of infrastructure via oh, code. Okay, yeah. So if you literally copy and pasted that into your terminal and you had a configured AWS account, if you enter in like four or five parameters, you could spin up the same type of uh, resources you would need oh, okay. to like have a kind of shell of a authentication system yeah and that's really important for people trying to like build apps and stuff too i'm sure it's that's like, like how do I even that's like, like a standard too yeah. authentication stuff is like obviously in this day and age everybody will sign in yeah. well, first of all they'll hopefully sign in with like a existing like google account or something because mm -hmm. that makes it easier um but yeah so okay so that's what i'm working on so and sometimes it feels slow but i'm in my mind, I validated by saying, just, just take your time and like, as long as I'm still interested in it, because in the past I, I'd like learn how to program and then I would just get out of it. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. Yeah. So I said, like, for me, I'm in the stage of like, all right, just like push myself mm -hmm. to just stick with it. Um, and that's taking some time. I mean, when I when I quit my job, I was like, yeah, in three months, I'm going to learn. And then, bam, I'm going to start applying yeah. for jobs. <laughs> and then eventually, I was just like, okay, I'm just going to, I'm going to take the time limit off of it. And then, okay, that's fair. I think I made progress. And I basically, as, as soon as I finish this chat application, which will be in my demo, mm -hmm. um, then I'll be, I'll, I'll approach the staffing agencies. Okay. I pro and then I'll I'll approach staffing agencies first just because they'll probably have stuff available immediately, yeah. and then I'll also look at all right, right, what other uh, companies are. Yeah, there. it's also like getting your foot in the door is the hardest part. So right. staffing agencies. I'm basically but, this is how I did it for operations. Yeah. I'm gonna mimic that. Right. Then the you software. make your connections and. All right. Well. Yeah. That's so good. That's the plan. I'm glad you're thinking about it. Yeah. It's yeah. Good. I'm healthy. I'm not a crazy person. Yeah. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Sometimes you the. The only response <laughs> I have is, how is software going? Or programming? Like, it's good. It's good. It's hard to articulate to you. Yeah. But like, Sometimes I can't know. even explain it because, like, yeah. it's so uh, Dude, detailed. Me. I'm, I'm yeah, sure I never yours is even worse. <laughs> well, not I only for could, NDAs, but, but like, yeah. just the technology is so just trying to explain, edge, yeah. on the edge. It's like trying to explain to my girlfriend, and I sit here, eyes glaze over, yeah. it, and she admits, uh, it, like, I don't know what you just said. <laughs> <Yeah>. Computers? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's hard. But, uh, all right, good.
I think we hit our yeah. time limit. One hour, four minutes. Uh, I any... can go another hour, baby. Let's do this. <laughs> I'm actually getting kind of hungry. Okay, Popeyes it is. Um, any, this uh, is fun. Thanks for having me. Any Anything else to say from that edge of the world? I can see it's the sun is rising for you <laughs> as it's setting for us. Yes. Yes, yes. I got a really lovely review from two folk, one an author, one an educationist. And my advanced reader's copy of my book will be out soon, hopefully. Ooh. Um, so it's going well. I and hope to I'm get a copy to of that. some training for some teachers in a school here. So. Oh, wow. That's another thing I'm looking forward to. Yeah. Hmm. Congratulations. So life is good. Yeah. Creativity is going. I, I'm going to... I am going to start, uh, so this was an interesting uh, uh, thing, I'll, I'll kind of share this with you. We went out in the evening after the opening of the fast and kind of looked around, people are getting ready for Eid, and there was this guy with oh, yeah. a monkey, training his monkey uh, as Puzzle. a trainer. Puzzle, there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it, I mean, you're talking about AI and all of these kind of really high level. And you, <laughs> and you come across a man and a monkey. <laughs> Yeah, the man with the monkey. There's the, the man bubble. With the monkey, whose mother, the mother of the monkey, had uh, muscular problems, and so she couldn't be there. The the mother monkey, and apparently oh. he also had a goat as part of his show. Done. The goat point. is a recurring so animal a in nice, our conversation, yeah, right? And that is another life that. Um, well, I mean, and that is indicative goats, of the life of mule soft people, so. oh. mules. Mules. <laughs> 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 Uh, and at one point he had a bear, but those are illegal now. You can't. <laughs> now. Bears now. Bears too. They have bears in Pakistan. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they had a. They they went by a bear uh, sanctuary. Oh wow. Uh, near yes. I forget what Jeez. region, but one of them. <laughs> yeah, there's a bear sanctuary because now uh, um, using bears as entertainers is is illegal that's good proud of so, that yeah fine yeah, maybe as, the uh, same will happen for the as my spirit and well. animal i <laughs> you approve i approve of the safety mm -hmm. of bears <laughs> but I'll, although i am a cat too in some degree so yes you are wow <laughs> sounds like it's going well though congratulations on yep, i'm Fair. excited to read your book yeah. but uh, it'll take me a while so i might need that advanced copy <laughs> so <okay>. i can <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be able to find something around oh. here. <laughs> I, rough I, will, I will ask you to put together some um, discussion questions. <laughs> oh, okay. I'll collaborate with Nabil on this. <laughs> some critiques. So critiques. <laughs> Daniel, I'll ask a question for another podcast. <laughs> can save it for. Oh, no, Daniel said, "Why are some animals valued more than others?" Yes, we'll some definitely. Tastier. We can go. <laughs> Into that, yeah, so different. We focus on animals next time. <laughs> All yeah. right, I'll listen in. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess I'll wrap <laughs> it up then. Thanks for tuning in, Thanks. and until next time, toodaloo. Bye. Bye.